0: Welcome to another episode, our seventh episode of the RPO Podcast. I'm Andrew Boniface, your host for today. It is today. It is the morning, very much so. I'm here with, you know, the usual suspects, you know, we got... Steven Bonazzo? Derek Bennett. You sound super enthused, Derek. I'm happy to be here. Go dogs! Yeah, of course you are. Well, we will get to that game eventually. We'll talk about our records, our favorite moments from the bull season. And of course, we gotta have our second edition of segment TBD. Gus <laughs> be very TBD, if we're gonna be honest. I think my man Steve's giving us an offense today. But first, you know, obviously there was a huge game this week. If you didn't know, if you didn't live under a rock, the SEC Championship game part two, aka the national championship between Alabama and Georgia. First off, that was a great game. First time we've really had a close competitive national championship game in a long, long time. Maybe not super long time, but, Derek, you're talking about because
1: Before we get into the game, I want to apologize to our audience. Uh, last show we did have a mistake. Uh, we said after the um, – we said it was the LSU championship and then we thought it was the Deshaun Watson National Championship, we were very much wrong. I just want to point that out. We were very much wrong. Wait, can I guess? Yeah, go for it.
2: Did... uh, Wait, what? It was 2017, Deshaun Watson?
1: Uh, And
2: there's one in between?
1: No, I think there was two in between.
2: Oh, I have no idea, actually. Wait, what are we we, we we talking about?
1: We totally forgot that Trevor Lawrence won one.
2: Oh yeah, damn! We did kind of forget about That's that. Right. Yeah. Who would he beat?
3: Alabama.
1: Alabama.
2: He, he's oh, good he form. Destroyed them too. Alabama is No one's asking the important question. is Alabama a choker? Are they chokers? Are they historically chokers? No, if you look, they like win one, lose one, win one, lose one.
1: Yeah, win because if you one. look, so. and then if
2: you look every year, they don't win one. The Patriots win one. So. If you are sports bettors, I'd throw a lot of money on Mr. Mac Jones being MVP Super Bowl this year.
1: Okay, but – so before we get into the game, it went – before this year, it was the blowout win by Alabama against Ohio State, Mm -hmm. LSU blowing out Clemson, Trevor Lawrence with Clemson beating Alabama, Alabama winning against – Georgia. 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 In a tight game. So we, we, we went from LSU to Alabama, Georgia to Deshaun Watson in 2016. So we skipped the 2018 year of Clemson where Trevor Lawrence won. Nah, that was 2017. Was that
3: 2018? That was 20, 2018.
1: 2018.
3: Such a forgettable team, that's why. Well,
1: it was the 2017 season, 2018 national championship
3: for the Georgia one. And then 2018, no, no, no,
1: 2019. No, no, no. 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 I, I Actually, no. It was just the straight-up 2018 season. For which one? The national championship. For the like, Trevor Lawrence one.
3: That, that would make sense because that was our fir- first year at school because he was a freshman with us.
1: There you
2: go. I believe that, yeah. Yep. But now nice so you, – You guys, you just, guys were freshmen with him, and now he's a – Exactly. A starting think, quarterback think about in the that NFL.
1: Quarterback to the NFL, we're about to graduate from the University of Hartford.
2: Yeah,
3: well, Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett uh, both were <laughs> top three selections the NBA draft after our freshman year, while we had another three years of school at good old yeah, but University look at Zion Harvard. now. Yeah, he's still making millions, not doing absolutely anything.
2: He's yeah. like 40 pounds overweight, and like people don't even know if he can actually play basketball.
0: Probably won't. Like, Greg Oden point 2.0 because you see John Morant, who's absolutely balling out as the number two overall pick. Whoa, from that
1: and season. R.J. Barrett's been balling out lately. Anyone see that buzzer beater against the Celtics? I
2: was—I so actually didn't. I was at the Bruins game when that happened, so, no, I didn't see it. Yeah, that okay. was nice no, I saw
1: it there. Cool, cool. You texted me that you saw it on your phone on the way back. So
2: no, no I didn't, that didn't happen.
1: Nope. <laughs> that didn't happen. Nope. Uh, I think another member. Of what the what last... happened in the
2: rematch at TD Garden two nights later?
1: Dude, Evan Fournier didn't play. We weren't healthy.
2: You guys got blown out. I mean, Dude, Evan Fournier. The
1: Mavs last night.
2: So Evan Fournier shows up for four games, and it's the four games that the Knicks play the Celtics. HBG
1: Those HBG are HBG.
2: the only four games the guy has ever decided to score a single basket because, or do a productive thing on the basketball court.
1: Because last year before, he was traded to the Celtics when he was on the Magic. He would only have good games against us, against the Knicks. He would put up, like, 40 against us every time we played the Magic. It made no sense. So, what a guy. I'm
2: not a big Evan Fournier guy.
1: I love him.
0: (laughs) Is Stunson better in our class?
3: I don't know because that dude's, like, 26. No, yeah, he's old. He, like, walked on, uh, and then he was there, and then he transferred to Juco for a couple years, and then he came back. So. You guys
2: saw that man's Good Morning America interview, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just <laughs> about to bring it was that up. <laughs> to watch. It was so painful to watch. Are you
0: kidding me? That was hilarious.
2: Why would they awesome. make that kid go an interview at they 8 a.m. in the morning year. after winning the national championship?
1: They, they do it every year.
2: But why? Why do you even want that? Was he in New York or
3: over the phone?
1: Over the phone. He was still in Indy. Oh,
3: okay. Dude, Sorry, he there. was... It-
1: it was black del- out drunk yeah it was deleted off of his instagram story but there was a picture of on his instagram story of him at the bar ordering like five high noons and the caption was got an interview at 8 a.m and it I mean, was then deleted from his instagram story
3: he's kind of a legend then
1: yeah, I no, mean, he is still a legend for that. I, oh my geez. dad looked at me the morning after. And I, he goes, "Hop on Ancestry.com, see if we got any relation to him." So
2: <laughs> that's pretty good.
1: Doing my research, and do you? Uh, I haven't seen anything. No.
2: Well, he's Stetson Bennett the fourth, and you're just Derek Bennett. So.
1: He's also from like the very southernest part of Georgia, and my family has never lived down south until. Is he
2: actually like that deep south?
1: Yeah, apparently. That's what that's what they were talking about during the bowl game.
2: Wow. Good for him. In Georgia, too. Probably his childhood dream to win the national championship. For well, three. that's
1: why they you didn't see the interview after, you know. They tried to recruit so many guys, but, you know, Georgia was his hometown team. He never wanted to leave here, so he always wanted to. This was his dream.
2: So, that's I guess I mean, this is a good I'm, way to hop in. I'm glad that's his dream, and he doesn't really have any dreams in the NFL because – He's not doesn't doesn't, doesn't look too bright. Yeah, no.
1: I don't think he'll make the. I don't know if he gets drafted, he'll be like a six or seven. I've point. heard
2: anywhere from third round to undrafted.
1: Third round.
2: Third yeah, draft. if you use if you use a third round pick on Stetson right. Bennett, you are I, you are like, pretty I, desperate for a quarterback. I,
1: I, I can think of four guys ahead of him right now. Obviously, yeah, and this uh, QB four. class is even good. You, you got Kenny Pickett, you got Matt Corral, you got Sam. Howell, is that what's his, right? Yep. And then you got Malik from Liberty.
3: And yeah, But, Derek, those are like the four. I seven, know. Like, Stetson Bennett is behind even more quarterbacks. Than, like, that dude just should not be in the NFL. Oh,
1: yes. No. Like, nothing
3: against him, but like just he just.
1: Kind of like what happened with Jake Fromm on Georgia. He was able to lead Georgia because of their defense, but he wasn't a good quarterback. Hey,
2: Jake Fromm is the starting quarterback of the New York Giants right now, okay? Oh. Okay, Derek? Like he's leader, playing. God, he's playing leader, awful football, just like the Giants want him to. Okay, he's doing exactly what they ask. Playing huh. shitty football.
1: Wait, isn't Sam Hartman going into the draft too?
3: I don't. I think he's undecided yet.
1: Okay. That makes sense. But I, yeah, really. hey,
3: I'll give Stetson Bennett credit because I thought he was going to blow away the game for them, and that oh. dude, that dude like, grew a pair of balls and took the game over. After, and then to help that uh, Keely Ringo had that sick pick six.
1: Yeah, after that first drive where he ran with the ball and, and lost it on his own, I was like, "This is gonna be a long fucking night for him." He looked terrified. Like, I, he I don't know if it was just me, but like they were talking about how like Georgia can't be scared of Alabama. Meanwhile, Stetson Bennett looked absolutely terrified in the first quarter behind center. Like I just. I don't know how they turned it around. I'm so happy they did. But after those first two drives where they had one total yard and it was one rushing yard after their first two drives, and I think it was the entire first quarter pretty much, I thought it was going to be that same stat from the Alabama-Oklahoma game a couple of years ago where I took a picture of it. And I'll go. I'll go look for it right now. But it was like the saver metric of the night because it was Alabama had like two hundred and fifty total yards and Oklahoma had like three.
0: I'm
1: gonna look for it right now.
0: Yeah, while you you're, look, you're that enjoying up, this, are you? I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah, while you looked that up, pretty much, I I thought Georgia was all around just a better team even without Mechie and uh, Jamison Williams, which were huge losses for Alabama, because that was really the only way they were going to beat them is three players on offense, and hopefully the offensive line holding up and protecting and doing their job. Yes, Derek? Sorry, I found the picture. So um, it's a picture of, you know, your two
1: favorite college football announcers announcing Alabama and Oklahoma from the 2018 college football playoff. And Alabama had 33 rushing yards, 158 passing yards, so 191 total yards. They were three for three on third downs. While Oklahoma had zero rushing yards, zero passing yards, zero total yards, and were 0 for two on third down. Save metric of the night. That was in the second quarter, I believe.
2: Wow. That's, not, that's a crazy stat. Yeah. I saw the reflection of me through your phone. The same. <laughs> that's awesome, Steve. <laughs> so I was like part of that metric. I'm
1: so yeah. happy for you. I
2: was you guys, with the two guys. Do you guys want to know what the most important game in the national championship was? In the most important game. The most that- important play for Georgia was actually when they gave up a fifty-yard bomb to Jameson Williams and he tore his ACL. That was the that was the biggest play for Georgia because I think no, I now don't do does, it. cold, no do does it. Alabama win with. Jameson Williams on the field still? No. I don't know. Probably not. It's not like they were like completely dominating the game with him in. But that offense without Mechie and Jameson Williams, I mean, who was that that rookie that they had? Or not rookie, but freshman come in. Hall, I think his name was. something Yeah. Hall. yeah. I mean, they, they were saying he's got a lot of talent, and I'm sure he does. He's a wide receiver at Alabama, and he's playing in the master Championship game. So I'm sure he's got – plenty of talent i'm sure he's gonna we're gonna hear a lot about him probably next year in a couple of years but that's not john metry and jameson williams and jameson williams had gashed him for a couple big plays before he tore his acl um so that was a big law i think at that point it was still it might have been 18 13 i don't know i don't even no, think it was it that was, late in that the was, game. it was like 9 was, 6
1: it was before the second half so, yeah.
2: So it was probably like 6-6 six, six, cuz there was only field goals in the six, first six, half. I'm pretty sure 6-6 six, 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 six.
1: six, three, maybe. And I yeah. think I, I think six,
2: that three. offense, I think Bryce Young has a little bit more success. That Georgia defense, it, they are legit, man. I mean, they were flying around the field. Um the only touchdown they really gave up um was because of that fumble. That that, that was a crazy fumble. What a rec- I that's got to be the best live game call I've ever seen like the fact that they called that a fumble on the field and recovered by Alabama and then I went back and look, like we everyone looked back and saw the replay the fact that they called that in live time was actually pretty impressive cuz that was like not an easy play to call
1: my thing um, is I don't think they showed enough of him recovering the ball how? Yeah. Every time I looked, I thought he was out of bounds. And
2: he looked no, so nonchalant about recovering it. Like exactly. he looked like he looked like he thought the play was dead and was just like, but like it's somehow true. it looked like his foot was still in. It was in yeah. bounds, and he had the yeah.
1: ball in his possession.
2: Yeah. And
3: to be honest, I think that play was a turning point in the game, which you would have thought I know, it would have been a tur-
1: Sorry, Steve. I think the turning point in the game had to be the block field goal. It changed the entire momentum after that point, well
0: completely, completely.
3: i'll tell you why i think i 'll tell you why I think the uh, the fumble because the fumble you know which was you know a drive that Georgia was on to try to finally score the first touchdown and then you just lose that in which they everyone just thought that play was dead and whatever and now Alabama has the ball, and they're pretty much almost already in their like own red zone and You know, and then even Stetson Bennett was saying, like, at that point he knew he couldn't let – he couldn't have the game be lost by him. You know, because the defense was really containing Alabama only to field goals and all that. And, like, he knew that he wasn't going to be the one to lose the game. So that's when he really got locked in. And then that's when you start to see Georgia turn around because they're like, you know what, screw that, no. And, you know, I mean, who knows really what the turning point of the game was. But I think that's when Stetson Bennett really locked in and said, "All right, enough of this." Like he already turned the ball over now. You know he's been sacked. He, all this other stuff. Now, now it's time to, you know, kick in high gear and start to go sick. And that's when he did. So that's that's what I think.
1: Before um, I know Andrew probably is ready to say something, um, but I I think it's also the fact that you know when Georgia defense gave up that first touchdown it was you can only stop alabama so many times before you have to where it's it's just you know it's not even you it's just alabama's that good and so i think but that then they
2: lost chase James- jameson williams
1: i think that defense played the best football it has all year easily easily the best football it's played all year in that game just for the fact that they're playing one of the most explosive offenses in college football and they were able to hold them to without a touchdown until the third quarter. I I mean I I just proves it right there. You're playing the Heisman Trophy winner, the Heisman Trophy winner.
2: And the first touchdown that they scored was only because they recovered a cra- or No, they scored before that, didn't they? They scored a touchdown before that. No, I don't Georgia. Know. No, was, was that their first touchdown? Alabama. When no, they was recovered that crazy, that crazy, that uh, crazy, Stetson Bennett fumble at, like, the 20. That was their first touchdown. Because when when was the play where they hit Cameron Latte, the tight end, and he, like, ran – did they only get a field goal on that? You remember he had that, that like, huge play?
1: No, 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 that was the – oh, sorry, I'm thinking – I'm thinking about the – No,
2: he scored a touchdown, like, actually scored a touchdown, but he's almost scored one.
1: They went to him the play before. They didn't get anything, and then they went to him again the next play and got the touchdown.
2: Well, because you remember that one play where he ran for, like, 70 yards on the sideline? It
1: was after the touchdown. Yeah, that's
0: after.
2: That was after? Oh, I damn, I thought so. that was earlier in the game. All right. I'm kind of forgetting
3: the game as we talk about it.
0: No, <laughs> no. It doesn't help that day in the morning. Yeah, I think regardless of the fact, I think the fact that – I think you have to do you have to talk about Jamison Williams and John Medjie not being there because those were two – of Bryce Young's favorite targets. And, like, as Cole alluded to earlier, although, like, you don't know if they would win and you're speaking in what-ifs and hypotheticals and all that jazz, it it wasn't a very important loss because I think those two winning off the line of scrimmage and getting open for big plays and stuff where it's the only way that Alabama was going to have a chance to score pretty much if you really look at it because Georgia was a better team all around. If you look at the defensive front, if you look at like N'Kobe Dean as a linebacker, and if you look at their secondary, I think you take that whole defense over Alabama's minus Will Anderson. And the only position you would take on offense was their wide receivers and quarterback f- from, from Georgia. And you're missing both of your best wide receivers and your quarterback was constantly getting hounded every two seconds because Georgia was playing that fast. So it was definitely an uphill challenge after they lost Jamison Williams because, you're losing a top 10 pick in the NFL draft this upcoming draft. So without without those two guys, you really couldn't create enough on offense. And credit to Georgia, man. they they were they were clearly the better team all around. I thought, especially in the fourth quarter, they showed like that they could get over the hump, which I think is a huge thing for that program because as the broadcast was alluding to and pretty much everyone that follows the sport understands Georgia Georgia high school football is probably the absolute best place one of the best places to recruit players straight up I mean the amount of talent that's gone through there the past couple seasons is absurd every team is most like top teams are not like the matter days of the world where like in that one conference in California that's like absurd every year but I mean, the one name that comes off my head is uh, Justin Fields who played in Georgia. Like there's so many players that you can go through the list that are from that state. And so that just only helps them out in terms of recruiting and ev- all that kind of jazz and, Hey, they could, they can maybe make this a run. I mean, I'm not going to say that they're going to all of a sudden, you know, start stealing out championships from Alabama. Cause I do think Alabama is the favorite next year, but the way that Georgia dominated that game and that front seven is probably one of the best ever. And uh, I got, I got a couple things to say. I got three things to say. One, Here, Steve.
3: the Georgia recruits are like, like Andrew, when you talk about like football in Georgia, I mean, cause we, in high school, we had some kid um, shout out Quez transfer from, or come from Atlanta to my town. And that dude, at like, you know, I mean, he was my brother's age. So, like, before I was even in high school, and they were like, he was a man amongst boys then, you know, like, compared to our guys, like, he was just like, you could tell he was just like so much just, he was what bigger and faster. He was like the end, receiver, running back, like, dude, like, literally put him anywhere. Um,
2: and then did you guys win games with him?
3: Uh, not the first couple of years, but his last two years, we made the playoffs for the first time in like 10 years. And we sure. beat our 10 rivals. So, yeah, he was a big help. You guys beat um, the
2: dogs. Yeah.
3: And then he, you know, and then he was going Juco and all that. And now he, uh, he's tearing it up in uh, this other, uh, like, college league. But the dude is, like, you know, like he he's, like, an NFL prospect. Um, you know, he's not at, playing at a big D1 school. But, like, where he's playing at, like, he's he, like, went absurd. So, but like, it's just, that's just, you know, a guy like that who wasn't a five-star guy like some of these guys. But, I mean, Georgia football is just – I mean, they take it so seriously down there. Um, And, you know, I kind of had firsthand experience, like, what it's like and, whew, absurd. And that was just one kid that was playing up here. I You know, I don't know what it's like actually down there, but I can imagine it's probably insane. And then my second point, Will Anderson is a problem. He's going to be a problem for the entire – state of college football next year. And then he's going to be a problem in the NFL. I mean, that dude like was in Stetson Bennett's face, like all game. And even if he didn't get the first initial pressure, he was there. Cause Stetson Bennett, I will give him credit. He's very mobile. I didn't realize he was that mobile. I knew he could move, but I didn't realize he was that mobile. And Will Anderson was constantly in his face. And another guy that I was really impressed with that I'm sure you guys will agree with and all the announcers and, the Alabama coaching staff is Dallas Turner. Their other, you know, linebacker, that dude was getting a lot of pressure. That dude was, had a few sacks in the game. So next year, Alabama's like Dallas Turner, Will Anderson coming both at you. I mean, that's going to be probably the most disgusting pass rush and like outside linebacking core in all of college football. And then Georgia, I mean, winning for the first time in 40 years, like, I was thinking at some that I mean, Georgia Tech had a more recent national championship than Georgia. I mean, you know, Georgia obviously made the college football game just a few years ago, but they lost. So, like, for them, I mean, if you think about it, like, we just always – like, they always been a highly ranked team, and like, like I said, they just made a national championship game recently. They've played all these big-time games where, like, a, Georgia Tech really hasn't been anything special in a while but it's still crazy to think that Georgia hasn't won one in 40 years. Well, now that's broken, but they really had a long stretch of where they did not win a national championship where everyone just kind of like, if you don't really watch college football, just thought they, you know, have won one recently. Um, so for them to, I mean, 40 years, that's just such a long time. And there's a lot of teams that you wouldn't expect to have a more recent one than, um, Georgia. So, but shout out to Georgia for, for actually, uh, pulling through and getting that, you know, finally, I, they finally, you know, they've deserved one. So I'm glad that they finally have gone one. And like Kirby smart said, I'm sure Indianapolis and Athens, Georgia was on
2: fire that night. I would just like to add. um, Yeah. I thought Georgia's defense was absolutely phenomenal, but I actually thought that I was very impressed because of that, how good that defense was. I was impressed by Bryce young and his composure. I mean, He's a f he's a freshman, right? fresh young? Yeah. He's like a
3: redshirt freshman.
2: Yeah, a redshirt freshman. So he sat behind your boy Mac last year. Yes, sir. The the composure that he had to I mean to to be a redshirt freshman to win the Heisman, that in itself just I think shows you what he's made of and his demeanor and his character. Um but there were some plays, man, where it looked like and no disrespect to Georgia's offensive line or Al- Alabama's offensive line. They got some, some real prospects, some big men, some, some good offensive linemen. But there were some plays that it looked like they were not there. It looked like Georgia's pass rush the second he said snap just had a free run to the quarterback. Like, there were some plays where he was, had to evade a couple men before he made a play. He had to step up in the pocket. He had to really um, kind of make stuff up on the fly. And I was very impressed by Bryce Young's ability to still run that offense without his two favorite targets in the biggest game of his life um, against one of the best defenses we've ever seen. And to keep it that close of a game, I was I was very impressed by Bryce Young. Um, I think it goes to show how good he is, how good Nick Saban is, how well-coached Alabama is as a program, and it just kind of speaks to the dominance they had. And uh, one other thing was I was impressed by Alabama's grace in defeat because, you know, we all know that they win a lot of championships and they expect championships and they expect to go into these games and win. This was a business trip and nothing else for Alabama. But they were great they were very gracious in, in their loss. And Nick Saban was very kind to both Kirby Smart and Georgia and his players um and fellow coaches. And it's it's always nice to see class and grace and teams go out like that and show respect to the other team. Um, so I applaud Alabama for that. I applaud Bryce Young for having a great game even though he lost and I, I applaud Georgia and Stetson Bennett for uh, Stetson Bennett. If you have listened to any episode of this podcast, you know, I'm not the biggest fan, you know, really none of us are the biggest fan of him. N- nothing against his character, nothing against who he is, just kind of he is not the greatest quarterback seen, but he's when Georgia really needed him, and he did exactly what he needed to do to win that to win that football game, so kudos to him, kudos to Alabama, kudos to Georgia, congratulations! And that was just a great, fun game to watch. And uh, I hope we get more national championships that are that close because as fun as it was watching LSU and Alabama pummel teams because they're just that good, there's nothing like a close national championship. So,
1: yeah, I mean. I think it was pretty exciting too because we had a great football game on Monday night, and then that, that game on Sunday night too. On cool. Tuesday night, I was just so depressed that there was no football at eight o'clock at night. I was so Sunday depressed.
2: night football game was, and I, I I was trying not to be a prisoner in the moment. I've kind of sat on this take a little bit. That was the best football game played in oh, yeah. in any in pro or college since. Patriots Falcons. I
1: didn't go that far.
2: dude. That game, the the implication of the tie—if they both tied, they both get in. If one of them wins, the Steelers get in. The fact that they unintentionally dude, were I just know, went but, to overtime anyways and almost tied.
1: Do you remember the the Monday night football game
2: last Rams year? Chiefs?
1: That was two years. Uh, no, that was. Like that was a while ago. ago. That was like
2: three or four years ago.
1: I was going to bring up the Monday Night Football game last year. Steelers-Ravens-Lamar's poopy game. Where oh, he the yeah. shit And then came back. Or was it against the oh, Browns? The Browns.
2: See, that's a nice, like, storyline. But I think just, like, as a but football that was, game.
1: That was a good game, too, though. That was a good game. Yeah. It was.
2: Know. Dude, there was I just so many so plays that the play Chargers
1: – That's the key. If a game has playoff implications and it's close, it automatically becomes a good game. You know?
2: And the Chargers, there were just so many times where like it's 4th and 10 with like 30 minutes left in the game and I'm like, oh, so they lost. They convert 20 yards somehow. Then it's 4th and 10 again and I'm like they can't do this again and they do it again and then it's like, oh, well there's only 3 seconds left in the game and they're on their own 25 and they need a touchdown. Like, no chance it goes overtime. And Jay Herbo throws a dart into the end. It's like I was like, dude, this game's getting ridiculous. This seems fake.
1: I know I don't want to tangent too much into the NFL. Do you I think know. they were going to run the clock out?
2: Yes. Yes, they were. And the Staley, Staley has been a great coach all year, but he deserves to be fired for that timeout. And the fact that you can't – the amount of talent that is on that Chargers team, you can't lead them to the playoffs. That, that's actually embarrassing. Yeah. I could lead that team to the playoffs. Here's my one thing with this. I'm not a <laughs> conspiracist
3: or however you pronounce that word, but listen, I think because everyone wanted that game 10 in a tie because no one believed it would actually happen and it was about to happen. And then the Raiders who were like, had the ball and were, you know, driving, were ready to let the clock run out. And then when the Chargers took the timeout, I think they got, a. I think Brandon Staley or the, the Chargers got a call from someone, the higher ups in the NFL and said, you better like, Take a timeout. Like, no way this game can end in a tie. It's why else? There. Why would – I could see if the Raiders called a timeout to stop the clock so they can keep he going. He
1: called it for defensive purposes to get their formation set up. Oh, my god! It was third down, Steve. It was third down, and the Raiders really weren't in field goal position until that run by Josh. Yeah, I don't care
2: if it's third down. I don't know why the fuck you are calling that timeout.
1: You can know, make – him saying the NFL called him to tell him to take that timeout. No,
2: yeah, that's a wild take, Steve.
1: Oh, the conspiracy I'll, theory.
3: When, when it comes out in 25 years, just saying, you know,
2: whether I'm I'll dead give or you alive. A, person, see, I'll, I'll give you a call. I'll give you a call. Yeah. It comes out. You in will personally
0: years. make a podcast called "Steve Gets It Right." Yeah. Conspiracy theory about Raiders Chargers, 2021 NFL regular 2022. season. 2022. 2022,
1: yes, well, but it's a 2021 season. regular season, Andrew said,
0: which is correct. But
2: it happened in 2020.
3: Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I, it just, it's so the whole, you know, it was a great game. I'm not taking that away, but it was.
2: Steve's a hater. He hates good games. You probably hated this national I, championship game too, didn't you? No, I probably, wouldn't. no, you're probably sitting there bored because it was too good of a game. Yeah, I was just on my phone. Damn.
0: Poor Steve.
2: Yeah. Check out the uh STN channel two uh Twitter account if you want to see uh, my live fantastic. reactions.
3: That was fantastic, Cole. Thank you. But then you said you were gonna live tweet another game,
1: you didn't. I
2: yeah. know. I said I was gonna live well, I was gonna live tweet
1: the to retweet.
2: I was gonna live tweet the Baylor uh Texas Tech game, but then I realized that I was watching Marquette instead. So
0: I oh, for your boy. Yep. That makes sense. That will do it. They definitely yep. destroyed the Paul too. Yeah, they did. So, Steve, since you're whining and complaining about, you know, all these good games, what was your favorite bowl moment from this past bowl season?
3: Oh, my favorite bowl moment. This, well, you know, it was my favorite, but I won't like count it as my favorite. It's got to be Wisconsin winning the Las Vegas Bowl. All right, stop with that. Now let's get
0: to the real bowl favorite. Okay, my bowl real bowl. Favorite. Thank
2: you, Andrew. It. Oh. There was. There was.
3: Quite a few, uh, quite a few things. I think for me, it would have to be Oklahoma State's comeback against Notre Dame. I not only because I picked them, but I mean, you know, Marcus Freeman, newly, you know, Brian Kelly left, and then it was Marcus Freeman, and it looked like he had Notre Dame just playing so well, and Notre Dame had a twenty-eight to seven lead on New Year's Day. Fiesta Bowl, I feel like they play in the Fiesta Bowl a lot. And, you know, Oklahoma State, like, even though they play in the Big 12 and, you know, kind of like a lot of, you know, more offense and defense, I just – I didn't think they had enough offense to come back from 28-7. to And it wasn't even halftime yet. And then for them to come all the way back, it was just – it was really absurd. So, um, and really for them not to allow – any more points was again absurd to for both their offense and the defense. So I think if I had to pick a favorite bowl memory besides Wisconsin, it would have to be uh, have to be Oklahoma State's big comeback victory against uh, Notre Dame. So yeah,
0: that's so well put, Steve. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you, Cole. What is yours? I would love to hear
2: it. I got three. Um, oh, three. I mean. Obviously, Oklahoma-Oregon, but the memory of just doing that while in New Hampshire and having live reactions during the podcast was just – I think that was hilarious. That was a good time. Um, plus, it's always a good time watching Oklahoma put up 47 points against any team, never mind a Pac-12 team because we all know how the Pac-12 works. They're just a fake conference. Um, then, the Purdue-Tennessee game. Now. What the the memory of this game? I think that everyone's gonna take out of it too. If you did uh, watch this game, was the over, the late overtime call where they called it a no touchdown? Um, it was like fourth and inches, fourth and goal, from like the one foot mark, and um, Tennessee's running back got stuffed. But then when you look at the replay, it looks like he he reached over the line late, but apparently they called his forward progress stopped already. Big Which- uh, controversial call. Ended up not getting a touchdown or a field goal, and then Purdue goes down, kicks a field goal to win it in Nashville. Um, so Tennessee was pretty quiet that night. Um, big win by Purdue. I thought that was a fantastic game. And then the cla- the Rose Bowl. It was a classic Rose Bowl. It's going to be a Rose Bowl talked about for a long time, and that means something because the Rose Bowl is the Rose Bowl. Um, this was a classic Rose Bowl game. Super entertaining game to watch. Um, I was always a fan of Ohio State this year. Not a fan of Ohio State, but of their offense, I thought that it was probably the best offense in college football. One of the best offenses um, we've seen, including Alabama's offense last year and LSU the year before that. But um, that that game by Jackson Smith Najigba, 15 catches, 347 yards, and three touchdowns. We can't forget about that. That is that was just an absolutely. I mean, you can't even do that in Madden if you want to. You couldn't do that in NCAA if you if you made a player on your Xbox. I mean, that was just an unbelievable game by him and C.J. Stroud um, to get a comeback over Utah and a classic Rose Bowl that I don't think I'm going to forget for a while. So
0: Inspirational, man. Also, shout out the road to glory because, you know, that you could put up those numbers in college football. Yeah, you could. Glory. You could actually. You, could. Ask. you really could. Fact. Derek, my main man, you got you got something for us, man. Of course, I got something for you. Of
1: course, of course, I do. So, first, I think my favorite moment—I was I want to say happiest for this team and this coach, Sam Pittman and the Arkansas Razorbacks—they hadn't won a, a bowl game since the 2016 Liberty Bowl, and you know they've been a laughingstock of college football for that time in between. So. For them to go out on a, you know, a New Year's Six bowl game and beat Penn State, I felt so happy for them. I thought that was an honestly just an amazing moment for Arkansas and Pittman, that entire program.
3: Can I just in- interrupt? Yep. Yes, it was on New Year's Day, but it wasn't a New Year's Six game.
1: Yeah, I'm counting it. <laughs> so you
3: can say a New Year's Day bowl.
1: Okay, New Year's Day bowl. There we go. But, yeah, honestly, it was – I felt that that had to be – for one of my favorite coaches in college football, I love Sam Pittman. So, I think that was a a great game. And if we're going off the field, had to be South Carolina coach Shane Beamer getting absolutely doused with mayo after the Mayo Bowl. And for the – the two of coaches to agree to it before the game, and then for him to actually go through with it, just absolutely fantastic.
2: So, you saying that I'm assuming you've seen the video of him getting Dallas and Mayo, right?
1: Of course, I just said it was yeah. one of my favorite moments. So,
2: did you see him get smacked in the head by the tub? Oh yeah, Ooh. dude, you gotta be better than that. If you're if you're on if you're on Mayo dumping duty, how can you just <laughs> How can you just smack the guy in the head with the fucking tub? Mayo
1: dumping duty. It's a good
2: way. To dude, that was like I was like, dude, that must have killed. I mean, he didn't want to say anything, but that was a tub of mayo just getting smacked on your head. Like, be better. That's all I gotta say. Do your job, Andrew. You couldn't you couldn't
0: have put that any better though, Cole. Do your job. That you're the biggest do your job fan of all time.
2: I am the biggest do your job fan of all time.
0: I agree with you though. I, I like I like it when. I, I, and my teammates do my job, or just everyone does their job. It's great life. life when you do,
2: when you student. do your job, things seem to uh, fit much better. Things, exactly. things usually plan to go accordingly. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. For me, my
0: favorite college football playoff, not playoff bowl moment of this past year. Honestly, I think it was Cincinnati making the college football playoff. I think it's more of a narrative than anything. That than more of like a moment, but. I think for them to make the college football playoff as a a group of five was absolutely paramount and kind of just life-changing, not really life-changing, but kind of just like a huge moment for the NCAA and kind of the college football playoff as a whole because now we're talking about expansion, and I think they they helped that cause in terms of how they played and how they competed against Alabama in that game. Although they did not win, as we obviously all know, I think they proved themselves worthy as a competitor. And I think if we expand this playoff, although like we've all elaborated on that and I don't necessarily agree with it, I think it would be still entertaining because you'd have a team like Cincinnati who's proven themselves that they can hang with the big boys. So for me, that was kind of my favorite moment from the whole Bowl season just because you had a team that went undefeated, pretty much destroyed everyone they played except for SMU and another team because you're never going to be perfectly flawless throughout a whole season. And they proved their worth, I think, at the end of the day. And I think that's something that's got to be mentioned and something that will go down in memory as the first team really from a non-Power 5 to make the college football playoff. So that's mine, super inspirational. I, I have one thing to say. And
3: I, I might get some hate for it. Um, I love bowl season. You know.
2: I don't love say it. Wales. Don't. Oh, my God. I know what you going to say. Keep going. But
3: I'm not going to lie. This bowl season was not the best for, to me. It was, you know, some of the match. You know, a lot of the games got canceled due to COVID. You can't control that. So, you know, we didn't get to see all the games. And some of the cool games, you know, some of the smaller bowls, that seemed pretty cool. And then – Some of the games were just complete, like, blowouts. You know, you had your really good games, like the Purdue-Tennessee, like the um, Oklahoma State-Notre Dame, like, uh, I'm trying to go through the list, you know, uh, even Washington State-Central Michigan was pretty close. Michigan
2: State-Pitt was a pretty good game.
3: Yeah, that was a good game. Um, Clemson-Iowa State. But some of these other games were just kind of blowouts, or just boring games. So... You know, usually I like I look forward to the bowl season with all the different bowl games and um you know a lot of random teams just playing each other from out of conference and all that, but I don't know this year it, it just it didn't have the same kind of like uh I still enjoy them, don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to lie. There was years past where I felt the bowl season was a lot more entertaining, a lot more uh um I don't know, just had a little bit
0: more nuance to it, man. Yeah. A little bit more drama. Which is a fair point. I think that's something that will also be remembered about this bull season is the COVID impact on everything. I think that really cannot be overstated enough. So good job, Steve. Good point.
3: Thank you. You know, and again, I'm going to miss this college football I'm going to miss college football. You know, we got what 230 something days left until yeah, 2022. at the bit.
0: Of course, yeah. Yeah, I I think we all are. So that will, as, you, as Steve just elaborated on, that is the end of the college football season. Bang, bang, what a ride. We've been with you for, I don't know, six, six or seven episodes. You know, we are we right by your side, holding your hand through it all. So as that kind of occurred, Derek, it's well, record time, man. Although you're going to absolutely plug yourself with a nice little humble brag about how you won all the important games down the stretch. We need to hear the, the total records here, so let's, I mean, let's
1: give them to so, us. No, I mean, let's let's take you through the college football playoff record first, so. Why? Because,
2: because. Because you did good?
1: Because I think it's important for the people to know what happened when it actually mattered. Right. Yes. So It
2: mattered the entire time.
1: Yeah.
2: They're the biggest games.
1: Yeah, they're the biggest games of the year. I mean.
2: Did you pick the dogs, Steve? He did. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. See, that's why you're on this side. That's why. That's that's why you want to know this too. In
1: last place, we had with a one and two record Cole Kier.
2: Thanks, everybody.
1: Okay. No <laughs> um, tied for second was Steve and Andrew, both going two and one. So Got Andrew. Yeah. Respectfully, average. Thank you. But going three and zero, perfect. Let me repeat, perfect. In the college football playoff, no other than Derek Bennett himself. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Derek.
3: Derek, we, we have a lot to brag about because I went undefeated in the conference championships, and you went undefeated
0: in the college football playoffs. Exactly.
2: And you both still didn't win it. That's crazy. <laughs> That's impressive.
0: Congrats on your participation trophy.
1: Hey, <laughs> okay, uh, I'll take it. Thank you, Andrew. Um. So here we go. Records are followed. In last place, with 19 <laughs> and 26. Some guy named Derek. Never heard of him before. He's not 19
2: back. and 26. Be better, Derek. You recovered. Show though. needs you to be better.
1: I don't know who Derek is. The
2: fans demand more.
1: Okay. Um. After, you finished
0: strong. That's all that matters.
1: We got in third place, 24 and 21. Andrew Boniface. Everybody.
0: Yes, sir. Painfully Dude. average. Let's go.
1: Could have. If Alabama won, would have been tied for second place with Steve. Wow. You hate this I, really,
3: I dropped off.
1: So, second place, 26-19, one game behind first, Stephen Bonazzo. Nah. And then first place, 27-18, and 18, but picked Alabama to win it all. Thank you. There.
3: Thank you. You know, it, you, know what, you know what it was? I took some gambles late in the year. You know, Utah almost came through for me. Michigan, that was just—I should have known they wanted an SEC college football.
2: Sorry to you
1: off, but the pick of the year had to be Andrew picking Baylor against Ole Miss. That had to be the pick. dude.
2: And the thing was, do you remember him say when he picked Baylor over Ole Miss? He was like, he was, so was like, he he was was like I like Ole Miss. I'll just do it for the pod. He Said I like Ole Miss, but Baylor's too good of a team for all four of us to pick one team. So I'm yeah. going Baylor for the podcast, and they won.
0: Sometimes you just got to sacrifice for the greater good. And, you know, it, it, what comes around goes around or what goes around comes around. So that's guy. what I had to do. I like that. Mind. I like that a lot.
1: That's a good guy.
0: Yeah. So it's it's always good to be painfully average, as I'd like to elaborate on. I think there was that one point I was 15 and 15, and I wish that was my record. But being three games over 500 is not a bad thing. Hey, hey shut out Cole. There's some room for improvement. Next time, I just got to be at 500 so I can prove my worth. So,
2: no, shout out Steve making it competitive the whole way through. Um, it was a lot of fun. I, I knew I, I only had to really, you know, focus in on your picks. I didn't really have to worry about Derek's. Um, Andrew was kind of battling his own demons, making sure he was 500 for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, I just had to zone in on Steve, really just focus and say, you're not going to let him beat you. And, uh, you didn't. Thankfully, I didn't. But I'm sure next year what goes around comes around, as Andrew said. Yeah.
0: It was competitive, though. It was like the national championship, you know. We had three teams inside – or three people inside of, like, three games with each other. So that was good. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all that matters. So, Steve, we got to ship it over to you now because, you know, we got TBD up, which is uh, to be determined because it is very much to be determined what this – uh, segment will be named or it's just that because it's always to be determined but yeah Cole before we start, I have a request
2: yep. can we go through all 10 guys not the quarterback Yeah, but all 10 yeah, guys before anyone says anything and then we each get a guess yeah, sure yeah, and if no one I, I knows after the 10 guys the you can say back. the QB say or you can that. say the QB i say don't give it
1: if we don't have
3: to yeah we won't we won't give the QB unless we have to um, All right. So last week, Derek, Derek did the defense. It was like Colts defense, which I got correct. So, you know, we
1: have been track of this as well. So, uh, yeah.
3: No so now, uh, so now we're going to, you know, flip flop every week from offense to defense or, or should we just, do we do flip flop or should we just, uh, yeah, yeah we'll flip flop. Yeah, we
1: can flip flop. All way.
3: right. So, uh, so, this is an offense. So, I'm going to start with the right tackle.
1: And you're just going right across the line.
2: Just so you guys know, I will get literally zero offensive linemen. I'm, I'm, focusing, no line. I'm focusing on the wide receivers and running backs. All right.
1: I feel like offensive linemen I can be tricky sneaky with.
2: So. I have no fucking chance. I'm not even going to listen to what you're about to say. All right. So, right tackle, North Carolina.
3: Right guard, UCF. Center, Missouri. Left guard, Oklahoma State. Left tackle, Alabama State. tied end or fullback, fullback. Navy. Mm. tied Tight end, Oregon. And then there are uh, three receivers. Uh, hold on, I'm just getting this one. Georgia, shout out to champs, Michigan, Oregon State, running back, Nebraska, and then I'll wait. You know, no quarterback. Is it the Patriots? Nope. Or is it the Browns? Nope.
1: Hold on.
0: A running back from Nebraska? Yeah. You have to be kidding me, Steve. It's <laughs> like a that's like that's like finding gold, man, in the in the forest. It's just unheard of. The Oregon tight end is like
1: fucking me up right now.
0: That's what you're focused on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what
1: the fuck?
0: What team does Amir Abdullah play for? Oh my goodness! But it's not him because he's not like he's not the starter.
2: Who's the running back from Nebraska that's in the league right now?
0: Oh, it's the Texans, you son of a gun! Yep. Yeah, Rex Burkhead. I forgot Rex he Burkhead, played for baby. the Texans. <laughs> Rex Burkhead is
2: the starting running back for the Texans right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I don't know anyone. Yeah, Texans yeah. Good not- thing
2: you didn't say the QB because if you said Stanford. That's dead giveaway.
0: Brandon Cooks played at Oregon State. There we go. No, yep, so, dude, I, so thought like Mid- I thought it
2: was I thought it was Brown because I know Diamond's Peoples Jones played at Michigan. Yeah,
0: wow. that was well, a tough one, Steve. You really you. gave us a little a
2: little
3: challenge. Good job. Hey, yeah. good job, Andrew.
0: It was like a treasure hunt, dude.
3: So, Andrew, both of
2: us are one to know, man. Hey, That's you just got to be
0: true. 1-0 on the day, man. That's all that matters. How, how can
2: Andrew be 1-0 if he lost you last week?
0: I'm 1-1, completely average, Steve.
2: Come on, man. No,
1: point system, just so you get one point.
2: And, Andrew, next week you're going to stay 1-1. Yeah, because I have to pick, right? Yep.
0: Yeah. I'm, I'm giving this crown to you. I appreciate that, Steve. Thank you. You're you got nice. it. I'm and, entirely blessed and honored for the success I just had. I'd like to shout out everyone on the podcast for helping me out. Thanks,
2: Andrew. You're hey. welcome. Anytime. We did absolutely nothing anywhere. to help you out in that segment. No, no, that I was all you. Yeah, that was –
1: I mean, I created uh, the segment, so
2: – Yeah, I can't do it.
0: I thank Derek for creating TBD, but it's okay.
1: Appreciate
0: it. Does anybody have any final thoughts, you know? Because it is the end of – I mean, it is the end, you know? End of the, the, the playoffs. Oh, well, here's the thing. Of the season.
3: It's the end of the season, but it's just the beginning because there's going to be a a lot of changes coming.
1: Oh, yeah. Transfer portal. We'll we'll have draft previews coming up. We'll have next year previews coming up. Next show, I think we should come, all four of us, way too early, top 10.
3: Ooh,
2: I like that. Do we want top 10 or top 25?
1: I'm not going to make us each break 25.
2: 25?
1: That's a little crazy. Steve. Come on, we're experts, aren't know, we? I'll do
2: 25 if Steve really wants it.
1: I'll do 25, man. You know what? We'll do 25. Wow. Way too early, top 25. Way too early. I'll give you guys a
2: sneak peek. One Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
3: let's <laughs> not. Let's scrap <laughs> this.
1: So that's but like saying
2: actually, that's like us
0: saying, yeah, number one in the team, number one in the nation, Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Braylon Allen Allen's gonna be the Heisman next year. Bang! I think there Oklahoma's you a go. little bit better than Wisconsin.
1: Oh, no. Cole is really gonna say Ohio State instead of Alabama, though. I
2: guarantee. Mm, no, they lose a. I just of loved Ohio State this year, but they're losing the guys that uh, made me love. I'm
1: losing C.J. Stroud, though.
2: Yeah, I know, but they're losing Olave and they're losing Wilson. So,
1: who should hey. probably be the top two wide receivers in the
2: track. hey? Let's yeah. save this for next week. Come on, but I will say, I do, I do, I do have a final thought. It's scary how good Alabama is going to be next year because
1: this was Nick Saban's best coaching job ever.
2: Yeah, throughout, throughout the national championship game, they kept being like, Oh, yeah, he's a freshman, and like someone would make a big play. Oh, yeah, he's a freshman, someone would make a big play. Oh, yeah, Oh, uh, yeah, he's he's a red-shirted. I like, think he's, he's a freshman.
1: big name that they're losing. They're, they're losing Williamson, obviously. And Mechie. And, huh? And Evan Neal. Huh? Yeah,
2: the offensive lineman. Yeah.
1: He'll go top three, most likely.
2: But they're returning next year. Bryce Young and Will Anderson are going to debatably be the best player on either side of the ball. Like, Will Anderson is debatably – probably not even debatably – probably will be the best defender in college mm-hmm. football. Easily
1: the best player in college football.
2: And, and Bryce Young is already the best. football. I mean, he won the Heisman. So it's it's gonna. I think it's gonna be pretty scary how good Alabama looks next year. Am I ready to say they're gonna win it all? No. I mean, national championship game I'll was put
1: the money on it right fucking now two
2: days ago. But all all I am saying is, I agree with you, Derek. This was maybe Nick Saban's one of Nick Saban's more impressive coaching jobs ever, just because. He was of what he was able to do. I mean, of course, Alabama has talent. Of course, all those kids. I mean, it's not like he's like working with us four, but he still was able to go to the national championship with a team that was maybe one of his least talented in a long time and definitely his least experienced. So
3: cool. Come on. Derek is a state championship lineman, Andrew's a division one lacrosse player. You're division one tracking cross country star and I have two varsity catches. What Pretty would good.
2: what would my what what would my cross country skills translate to a speed stamina? I've you know? always wanted to be a wide receiver, but if I was out there getting covered by one of those linebackers or cornerbacks, I'm telling you right now, I'll have zero catches for you. Wait, do
1: you, you all wanna hear this real quick though? I know you guys are having so much fun over there, Steve. But you wonder how confident Vegas is in Alabama winning the national championship next year.
2: Can I guess their odds?
1: Yeah, go for it.
2: Is it in the minus or no?
1: No, that's that's a little too insane.
2: That that would be kind of cool though. Yeah. Is it is it plus two thirty?
1: Plus plus two hundred. Isn't that nuts?
2: That is pretty nuts,
1: actually. I don't even think anyone will win the Super Bowl. the The highest odds to win the Super Bowl right now is plus 380
3: for the package. And what, is that, what is that noise,
1: dude?
3: What do you mean? It's like, I don't know if like your phone was in like, yeah, your blanket or something. It was like... Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Wait, what was it like? It was like... Yeah. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. You guys didn't hear it? I did, nah. but I chose to ignore it, Steve. I tried ignoring it as long as possible. Yeah, just,
2: we tried being the bigger men.
1: Cold He's got to zone things out and focus,
2: Steve. It's called drive. It's <laughs> well, all about power. It's all about. Well, I've never even heard that. Uh, the Rock rap, but I like know the whole thing because everyone just says it as a meme. <laughs> it's what is it? It's about drive. It's about power. It's about what is it? Does anyone know it? Uh, no, nah, I, I don't know that one. But I'm sorry, I feel There's like I. Like that. I feel like I have a, a, a
3: faint idea. Of what you're talking about, but I just don't know what it is. All right, does that help? No.
1: Oklahoma, number six in odds, or tied for fifth with Texas A&M, plus four thousand pull if you want to go, but put your money. Yeah, where's
2: Notre Dame? Uh, Probably
1: eighth or ninth. Hey, Oregon, plus four twenty. So,
2: where's Wisconsin?
1: Wisconsin plus one million. Plus eight, eight k.
2: Ooh, that's higher than USC. I thought. That's UNC, higher than I thought.
1: Plus five thousand. They're like number ten on the list.
2: Yeah. You, wait,
3: USC or UNC? USC. Oh, that's pretty uh because they gotta go.
0: Cole's I like Lake, York, favorite team now is USC. <laughs> Don't be surprised if he starts having these absurd USC takes just starting uh hmm. next podcast. Episode, Tennessee I'm is saying.
1: very high. Tennessee is plus eight to
0: Plus eight
2: thousand. Yeah. is very good. I like Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's fine, but they play in the SEC. That's what
1: Notre Dame is too. Plus eight thousand. Wow. LSU plus fifteen thousand. I might have said that already.
2: Your safest money every year is betting on Alabama. Honestly.
1: Yeah.
2: Fifty percent of the time, that money is gonna come right back to you. I'm telling you. Yeah, but you, you really don't win anything. You pretty much just win your money back. Plus 200 is double.
1: If you, put, so. if you put 100 down, you would win 200, so you get 300 back.
3: Not worth it. I'm going to take Wisconsin 8,000.
2: Let's go. Yeah, and then lose you, you lose money. that money. How is that worth it? Then you just lose that money. That's not worth it.
1: But he has so much hope going into this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's no hope, Steve.
1: And that No, I'm not going to bet <laughs> on the team that's going to
2: win it all and give me double my money back. I'm going to say screw it. I'm going to bet on the team that goes 7-5 and five and lose all my money. No, okay, relax uh, with uh, that. Relax with that. Uh-huh. It's un- not been
1: 7-5.
3: USC is actually right. pretty – that's a pretty – I like USC. I'll go USC. That's, USC that's
0: a trendy pick, a pick, pick, though. You don't want to do want do go that the is a, That
2: is a trendy pick. Fine, but I'll, I'll go, Tennessee. go Tennessee. That's like what the TikTokers is going to be doing.
1: You know what? I believe in Jimbo. I'll go A&M.
2: You guys can pick Oklahoma with me if you want.
1: Or if we're not going Alabama, I'll go A&M for sure. You guys can go
2: Oklahoma with me if you want. No,
1: I'm good.
0: Yeah, I don't know about that. But I do think Will Anderson may win the Heisman next year. That's going to be my hot take. Wow. he
1: have the second ranking with plus 300.
0: I think he'll be the first defender to win the Heisman trophy since like Charles Woodson. But you know, I believe I believe he'll do it. I don't think they'll give it. Wait. I don't think they'll get back-to-back to Bryce and this I think just uh, going to go to CJ Stroud, Stroud
2: next year. The last That's time that
1: two defensive players won the Heisman back-to-back were what years?
2: The it last time it was Howard last? in
1: 1999 I believe and then 1998 it was come on Steve, you know it
2: You said Desmond Howard was in 99?
1: Yeah, I believe so.
2: Wasn't it Was it Charles Woodson? Baby. Was
3: it, was Ron Dean, baby. No, Ron was it Ron then? Yeah. It was Ron Dean, huh?
1: Wait, no, was it was it Woodson in 99 or I think it was Howard, wasn't
2: it? Woodson's the last defender to ever win it.
0: Yeah. Hold on.
2: Dane was ninety nine
0: because they made the Rose well They were really good that year. Yeah. That was our only Heisman trophy winner,
2: Dane.
1: Okay, so yeah, then Howard. Hold on.
2: Steve, work in twenty minutes. Are you excited?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, I'll get a nice uh go get some coffee. Is it like not that far away? Oh yeah, so it's uh, that it's, uh, it's, it's well not down the street. It's it's in my town. Uh but it's close. It's close. Okay. You nice. know, nice. I get to see my uh, my ladies in the uh, coffee shop. You know, nice. already coffee's nice. already made by the time I walk in
2: there. It's fantastic.
3: They, they they know my. You, you know, said it's your my... grandfather's shop, right? Grandfather's. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So they they even write uh, on the coffee cup to say right, Steve,
2: and then Grandpa Steve. <laughs> Grandpa Steve, nice. Yeah. Steve, you, got, you got any of their numbers, Snapchats or something? Come on. No, 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 no. Seems like they're flirting a little bit. They, can, they Maybe they want you to ask.
3: Well, one of them is a lot older than me, and then um,
2: – well, one of them has a kid. Age is just a number. <laughs> Age is – dude, you're good yeah, with kids. 97, you're, great with, you're great with kids, Steve.
1: I don't know what I was thinking.
3: They're
0: just – you one know.
1: I 91. I'm fucking out of it right now.
0: It's okay.
3: We respect it. Yeah. But I, I do have work, so, you know, we might have to wrap things up.
1: Uh so yeah, so
0: we'll wrap it up. I will, I'm about to get breakfast like how Braylon Allen gets 100 yards, so that I'll, I'll go do that. And yes, sir. we hope you enjoy the rest of your day when the, when this comes out. And you know what? God bless America. I don't know why I said that, but you know what? That just came to me. So have a good one, fans. Have a great podcast. We'll see you next week.
2: Buenos noches, amigos.